This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Give me target and Locking on in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust. Destination Debbie, welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Elite Seekers, here we are, episode 17. We are back at it again for another Friday show. I'm pumped up for this one, part eight of the Elite Region series already, and uh, it's crazy. We're heading out to the, the Peach State, also known as Georgia. We've already covered so many states. We've gone through California, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Texas, Florida, Louisiana, and then most recently, Ohio. This one should be a good one. Some of my favorite players in these underclassmen uh, groupings, just just some absolute studs and guys that have that superstar potential that we're looking for on the Elite Seeker show. So let's get this thing going. It's time to get into the Dirty South. Let's go ahead and kick off episode 17 here with quarterback Harrison Bailey, six foot five, 225 pounds. He is 2023 draft eligible. This quarterback is a former five-star recruit out of Marietta, Georgia, just completed his first year at Tennessee. Harrison is a former top quarterback recruit out of the state of Georgia who finished his high school career fourth all time in passing yards, only behind some guys you might've heard of Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, and Jake Fromm. Since a young age, Harrison saw himself as a future Vol and ended up following through on that by signing with them out of the 2020 high school class under former coach Jeremy Pruitt. Unfortunately, his freshman season didn't go as planned with a team that was just as inconsistent as possible, like from his playing time to how the team played as a whole. It just wasn't happening there for Tennessee. Harrison enrolled early, but he was definitely impacted when Tennessee was dealing with COVID-19 problems early on in the offseason. He made an appearance late in both the Arkansas and Auburn games when his team was down, but he just didn't stand much of a chance. You know, the teams know what you're doing at that point. You're just gunning the ball, and they're, they're loading up for it. So didn't work out too well. He ended up starting the final three games of the season and looked much more comfortable in the offense, although he really didn't wow anyone. He took care of the ball, though, and that's what you're looking for as a true freshman. He finished those games completing 34 of his 45 passing attempts for 403 yards, four touchdowns, and no picks. Now that Pruitt has been fired and Josh Heupel has been hired from UCF, 
there's definitely a big-time opportunity for whoever wins the quarterback job this offseason. It'll be a tough battle with a new staff and a clean slate for everyone. You have Virginia Tech transfer Hendon Hooker, who started 15 games there the last two seasons, putting up over 1,000 yards and 15 touchdowns on the ground. He's just a dynamic playmaker. He'll beat you on the ground, but he definitely leaves some to be desired when it comes to the passing game. Then there's Brian Moore, who started four games his freshman season before falling behind in 2020. And then you also have dynamic new freshman Caden Salter, who is a big-time prospect that comes in at 6'1 and 185 pounds. He can sling it all over the field. He'll draw some comparisons to the 2018 UCF quarterback McKenzie Milton, who was 5'11", 185 pounds for Heupel, and they just had a great season there. I don't want to speculate at this point, but Caden may have blew his chance at winning the job early on as he's part of a group of players who were suspended from team activities stemming from a March 9th assault and possession incident that occurred on campus. We don't have all the details, so we'll wait for those there. But what we do know is he has not been at spring practices. This does open up the door. Harrison certainly has a size and skills in terms of his accuracy, his throwing motion, his rapid release, and his feel for the pocket but he has a tough road ahead. At this point, he's a very, very high-risk, high-reward candidate because if he does win the job, he could explode under Hypel. But if he doesn't win the job, we could easily see him ending up in the transfer portal. Next up, we're going to talk about quarterback. Brock Vandegrift, he is 2024 draft eligible, 6 foot 3, 205 pounds, 5 star out of Bogart, Georgia. He is signed with the University of Georgia, and Brock is one of the top dual threat quarterback prospects in the nation and was originally committed to Oklahoma before ultimately deciding to switch to Georgia. Maybe this had something to do with Caleb Williams heading to Oklahoma, maybe it didn't. But it definitely makes me wonder, as Caleb was the superior talent coming in. As a senior, Vandegrift passed for over 3,300 yards and 40 touchdowns while only throwing six interceptions. Being a dual-threat quarterback means being great on the ground, too. And Brock's best season on the ground saw him run for over 1,000 yards and 23 touchdowns as a sophomore. Unfortunately, he broke his leg during his junior season and is now either hesitant to run or just lost some of his juice that he showed early on. We also did learn later that some point in the season, Brock tore his PCL, but he was still able to finish up his senior year and does not need surgery. I think this is something to monitor going forward, especially if you are someone who hopes to see him regain his rushing ability on the ground anytime soon. Either way, his arm showed up in a big way. Georgia should be more than happy to get Vandegrift added to their quarterback room. His good arm strength, he can use his legs to escape the rush, and he does a good job extending plays. He does need to work on placement of the ball on some of his throws where he might try to zip one in there rather than lead his receiver with some touch. Strength isn't always the answer, and finesse might be something we see the coaches practice with Vandegrift early on. So who do I think will be the last quarterback standing when it's all said and done? I gotta go with Brock Vandegrift here. Two reasons. I just don't know who's going to win the job at Tennessee, and I don't know what happens if Harrison Bailey does not become the starter there. Number two, learning about Brock Vandegrift's PCL during his senior season kind of gives me a little more insight as to 
why he didn't regain that rushing ability that we saw his sophomore year and we just didn't see after he broke his leg his junior year because he was dealing with another injury. So you, you hope that he gets healthy and he has some time to develop with JT Daniels there at Georgia. But let's see what happens with Brock Vandegrift. He does some great things. The development will be good, get healthy, and we'll go from there. We're going to move on to running backs now and jump over to 2023 draft eligible running back Jameer Gibbs, 5'11, 200 pounds, former four star out of Dalton, Georgia, just completed year one at Georgia Tech. During Gibbs' freshman season at Georgia Tech, he looked all the parts of a future NFL star in the mold of an Aaron Jones or Alvin Kamara type. He's an elite pass catcher with great vision that allows him to make a quick decision and then accelerate through the hole and use his quick feet and cutting ability to make the second level of the defense with completely. As a smaller back, durability will always be a concern, but his compact frame doesn't have me too worried. And he gained some big time muscle just between his high school season to his college freshman year. As a pass catcher, he ran all kinds of routes to get open, including screens and angle routes and wheel routes and whatever else they wanted to throw out there. It just didn't matter. They were just trying to get him the ball in all kinds of ways, and you love to see that. He finished with 24 catches for 303 yards, seven touchdowns in the air, despite missing a few games. He looked great on the ground as well, averaging 5.2 yards per carry with his 89 rushes for 460 yards. He will be a special back and is the perfect fit for today's NFL offenses. So you love to see how Georgia Tech just continues to be creative with him early on in his college career. Anytime you find a running back with elite pass catching ability, A-plus vision, explosive bursts, and quick feet that allow you to anticipate and just leave the defense grasping for air, you got something going. We're going to stick with the 2023 draft eligible running backs here with Tank Bigsby, 6 foot, 208 pounds, four star out of LaGrange, Georgia, just finished up year one at Auburn. This year, Tank Bigsby absolutely burst onto the scene, putting the SEC on notice. I'm not even really sure that Auburn knew what they had on their hands, as when you go and check out the film of Tank, it's against just lower competition. He's just beating up on these guys. And it's the lowest level of football in the state of Georgia. His senior year, though, he did put up 1,637 yards, 27 touchdowns, led his team to the state semifinals. And as a freshman at Auburn, he was awarded with the SEC Freshman of the Year, the first team freshman, all SEC at running back and all purpose, second team, all SEC by the AP, second team freshman All-American by The Athletic. Just racking him up. He finished eighth in the SEC for all-purpose yardage at 122.4 per game. Fifth in total rushing yards with 834 on only 138 carries while adding five touchdowns. Tank was the definition of a freshman phenom and certainly gives something for Auburn to look forward to in 2021. Testing-wise, Tank posted a 4.5 40-yard dash, 4.3 shuttle, and 35-inch vertical while in high school. As we know, the D1 program should help you improve upon those numbers dramatically. Tank is extremely elusive when you watch him on the field, and the stats don't tell any lies 
it's him and he's the man across the board for the true freshman. He was the leader with 49 forced missed tackles. One quick leg plant, bob of the head, he's gone. He's tough between the tackles and any type of arm tackle aren't going to help you much when you're trying to bring him down. He lives up to his name. He always fights for extra yardage and welcomes the contact. He didn't show us consistency in the passing department, but it seems to be more play calling than anything else. As in a stretch of two games, he was able to haul in all 11 of his receptions on the season for 84 yards. I expect that to evolve as he gets closer to his name being called for the 2023 NFL Draft. Definitely no worries on that front for me. It's easy choice. I got to go with Tank Bigsby. I love Jameer Gibbs. I think he's a stud as well. But Tank just, he's a, he's a killer instinct. He, he has that I'm going to run you over mentality. And it's going to be fun to watch. You just hope he can stay healthy with that type of uh, mindset every single game. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything. Which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Now, wide receivers is always fun for me. We're going to talk about 2023 draft eligible wide receiver Josh Downs, 5'10", 180 pounds, former four-star out of Sewanee, Georgia, just finished up year one with North Carolina. Josh Downs is an electric playmaker who didn't see a ton of action this year with UNC as he was in a crowded wide receiver room, but he was still able to put up seven catches for 119 yards, 17 yards per catch. Downs comes from a good bloodline. His father played Division I football at NC State before making it to the NFL. His little brother is doing his thing as well. He's a high school class of 2023 safety prospect. Now, the first thing that pops off for Josh is his speed. He has ran a verified 4.440 yard dash, 4.1 shuttle, and a 42-inch vertical, helping make up for a small stature and jump ball and contested catch situations. And this isn't always the case, but as fast as his times are, he looks faster on the field. It's crazy. He's a speed demon out there. Typically, when we talk about vision, we are referring to running backs, but Josh Downs has an elite ability to weave through traffic and just anticipate where the holes will be on the field on his way to big-time plays 
time and time again. Coming out of high school, Downs was listed at only 165 pounds, but is now bulked up to 180 pounds, now having been in a Division I nutrition and strength program. He has a chance to really explode onto the scene in 2021 with Sam Howell at quarterback. You got Brown, you got Newsom both heading off to the NFL promised land with special hands, elusiveness, quickness, route running, and his vision. Josh Downs will be a yards after catch monster. Yeah, you heard that. He will be a yak monster that you want to have on your team. And I think he has a chance to be a super stud at the NFL level. Let's talk about 2023 draft eligible wide receiver Javon Baker, six foot two, 195 pounds, former four star out of Powder Springs, Georgia. He just completed year one with Alabama. Javon Baker is an interesting talent that has shown ability to make some just crazy, crazy catches through his high school, his seven on seven film. Last year as a freshman at Alabama, many expected him to be one to step up when Jalen Waddle went down, but we just didn't see it. He finished a national championship season with only two catches for 15 yards. When you look at potential of someone like Javon Baker, you definitely see the catch radius and the contested catch highlight grabs that stand out. You also see how damn good he is at running routes for his age and what he could do with his elite short area quickness. My concern with him is currently, will he be able to continue to use his talent to catch contested deep balls? Or will he be able to improve upon his ability to separate? Not necessarily with his average at best straight line speed, but footwork, use of hands, earlier in the routes. If he does not show us this next year at Alabama, then my belief is that he could be more of a big slot and probably limit some of his ceiling or potentially get passed up completely by the loaded incoming freshman wide receivers that I've documented here that Alabama's bringing in. Guys like Ja'Cory Brooks, Ajay Hall, JoJo Earl, Christian Leary. 2021 will be a telling one for Javon. And truthfully, we should have a good idea early on just by listening to how spring is going, how the offseason program is going for him. So the talent is there, but I, you know, he just got to put it together. He's got to show us some ability to separate. It's just a technique thing. That's all. Now I'm just going to squeeze one more wide receiver in here as an honorable mention. And that's Deion Colsey out of Athens, Georgia. He's an incoming freshman at Notre Dame who has a verified 4.540 yard dash at 6'494 pounds. He just looks like a straight bully on the field. He played weak competition a lot of the time, so that makes him stand out more, but he's huge. He's a bit in the mold of a DK Metcalf, Chase Claypool, potential guy, you know, size speed combo. Stay tuned on his development. Now, for my pick of who's going to be the guy when it's said and done, if it's not Colsey, as my honorable mention, I got to go with Josh Downs, man. He's just electric. He is extremely good at so many things. He's special with that speed. And I'm excited to see what they do. North Carolina's offense will allow him to shine, and it will set him up for that next role at the NFL level. So Josh Downs, that's my guy of the wide receiver crew. Now, you know we couldn't leave Georgia without talking about tight ends. And we're going to talk about the best tight end recruit of all time. That's 2023 draft eligible tight end Eric Gilbert. Six foot five, 250 pounds. 
five star out of Marietta, Georgia. He's currently in the transfer portal, though. As I mentioned, the dude is the highest rated tight end recruit in the history of 24-7 sports. He started off hot at LSU as a true freshman and just showed how much he is oozing with potential. Then things went crazy as Eric Gilbert decided to leave LSU midseason and enter the transfer portal before ultimately deciding he would replace Kyle Pitts at Florida. This seemed like a great landing spot for the future star, and as hard as it is to believe, he could have actually improved Florida's tight end room after losing a future star like Kyle Pitts. Now, the most accurate rumors have me thinking he probably ends up at the University of Georgia to add to the loaded tight end room there with 2023 Darnell Washington and 2024 Brock Bowers as his back home for him. I just don't know, though. I have no idea. I don't think anybody does. Maybe not even Eric. So for now, we'll just leave that out. And I'll tell you, I am all in on the risk and whatever it is to get Eric Gilbert on my rosters due to how elite his ceiling really is. As a senior in high school, Gilbert put up 1,436 yards and 12 touchdowns on 81 catches in just 13 games. He was named the Gatorade National Player of the Year, and it really wasn't even close. And as hard as we are on the tight end position, both in college and early on in careers, Eric was able to put up 368 yards and two touchdowns on only 35 catches for over four receptions per game with no offseason to develop. This is during COVID offseason, just jumped on the scene, just balled out. Hopefully Eric can tackle the challenges he has in front of him and we get a chance to actually see him flourish like I know he can. He could end up being an all-time great if things line up and man, I hope they do. Now you probably thought like some past episodes I could get out of the tight end position just talking about one because there wasn't enough guys to talk about. But I dove a little deeper on this one, and there is a guy that has all the tools to be a future star. That's 2024 draft eligible tight end Leo Blackburn, six foot five, 230 pounds, four star out of Atlanta, Georgia. He signed with Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech has to be thrilled with this big weapon. They're added to the team. They already got a guy named Jameer Gibbs, who we talked about. He's kind of a big deal. And Leo Blackburn is a bit of a reach as far as bulletproof prospect. But all the pieces of the puzzle are there for this 6'5", former high school wide receiver as he begins that transition to tight end. As a senior, he totaled over 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns, as he just tormented defensive backs that try to line up and stop this behemoth of a high school prospect. He's extremely athletic, super smooth in his running ability, and just consistently showed that he could outrun the defense. Now, Darren Waller was another Georgia Tech wide receiver who slowly transitioned to tight end. And I'm kind of hoping that Leo has a chance to be half of that at some point in his career. It's going to be all work at this point, and the new Leo Blackburn is definitely under construction. But you know what? It's still Eric Gilbert. That's my guy. Stay tuned for Leo. We'll see how that goes. Kind of a flyer pick for me. I just love the tools there. But Eric Gilbert, best tight end prospect we've ever seen. Let's see if he can truly live up to that potential. And you know what that means. It's time to get to the quote of the show as we wrap things up for another episode. I'm going to hit you with a coached one. Some coach speak here from the coach. A coach is someone that tells you 
what you don't want to hear, who has you see what you don't want to see, so you can be who you always knew you could. That comes from Coach Tom Landry, the first ever Dallas Cowboys coach. Man, that one, that one sticks. It doesn't really matter if you're on a team at this point. It doesn't really matter where you work. It just means like whatever you're going after, have a mentor, have someone you can like bounce ideas off of, have someone that's going to be like real with you all the time and tell you exactly what you need to hear, whether you want to hear it or you don't. That's so valuable. I can't state it enough. I'm fortunate enough to have some great people in my life for that. So, hey, keep rocking with me. I'll see you guys next week. I appreciate it. Time to go spend the birthday weekend with the family. Elise Seekers, out.